Welcome to the Not Too Serious Podcast. On this week's episode, my son and I discuss games. We discuss games from our youth and our early childhood. And uh, we have a pretty nice, nostalgic discussion. What sort of games did you play when you were young? What sort of games do you play today? Are they about the same? We'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email to nottoseriouspodcast at gmail.com. Please enjoy. Thank you. Okay, uh, today we're going to talk about games. Now, we usually talk about, when we talk about games, we're usually talking about, you know, professional sports, as in... No, we play a lot of games on this, on this, on this, on, on, on this podcast. We play a lot of games on it. Yeah, why? why I'm always giving you trivia, I'm always giving you, I'm, I'm the one who's really dictating the games, and you're the one who's playing them. I don't know, you, I, for some reason, I don't think you want me to have any fun. Um... I do recall, um, well, most of the games that we play um, on this podcast are trivia games, most of them, but... um, Well, they do translate the best to an audio format. Sure, and and that's fair, But, but, uh, but we do also talk about other team sports, right? Like whether it's hockey or baseball... Or basketball, football, even soccer, we've we've discussed. But um, when I talk about games, I'm, ta- I'm not talking about just those types of sports. I'm also referring to other forms of games, like board games or game shows. So let me ask you a question. Of course. Um, what is a game, a board game that you used to play as a child that you remember the most and if you played it today it would kind of bring you kind of nostalgic memories of playing. So something specific to back then? Yeah. So like when Honestly, you were like I, mean, I never played any kiddie board games back then. I've always played Monopoly, Scrabble, chess, um um uh, trivial pursuit I've always played them grown-up games. I've never really played, like, games that I identify for, like, kids or anything like that. We always played. I remember in my school, we would have Monopoly tournaments. We Not in tournaments, but we'd play Monopoly, and it would go from, like, the first period, and it'll end, like, when we had to go home later that day. Why would you be playing in Monopoly tournaments? Why wouldn't you be in class? Oh, we were playing, like, say we finished our work. You hop back on the Monopoly. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, or like card games, even. Card games, Uno. But as a child... Oh, okay, Uno. Okay, I can see Uno. Uno is more of like a kid's game, but it is a game that like adults will get really into and like sure. will yell at each other. <laughs> we've done that several times. Sure, we yelled sure. at each other, accused <laughs> each other. Of, we've yeah. slanderous things. No, friendships, I mean... Friendships, many no, no, friendships ended over Uno. Don't get so dramatic, okay? Yeah. The thing is, uh, what we have done when we've played Uno... Is that we usually play with more than two or three people. We usually we'll play. You play with two people. It's not really as fun because one person, if one person has like three or four good cards, yeah, then it's then done. Then the game is over. But when it's like a bunch of people. That's what I'm saying. Then it's really fun. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like we usually yeah. play with a minimum of like four people, and uh, your mother has her own rules, set of rules in her mind as to how to play. And then there's the actual set of no, rules. Well, that's the thing about Uno is that everybody has a different set of rules that they go by yeah. in Uno. Yeah. So it's just no matter, okay, we agree on one set of rules beforehand, and then you go. Yeah. Usually, even Uno has a different set of rules than anybody else. Like, you know, you stack on Uno. Like, if I put a plus two, yeah. and you have a plus two, you put the plus two down. You can, yeah. And then you keep going. Yeah. Uno apparently said you can't do that. The official yeah, that, Twitter, that, and then they said Uno doesn't know how to play their own game. <laughs> that's 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 how people react to that. I mean, I've been doing that that rule. I've been yeah. doing that since I was a kid. Exactly. I and the, when you, it's so funny when like everybody has like a plus two or plus four, 
and it gets down to like one person and they just get like a plus 18 <laughs> or something like that uh yeah. but okay so that's one okay so you thinking about uno uno is probably the one i have the most memories of wi- of is uno what about other games like um battleship have you ever played battleship i play battleship i don't i only play battleship with you Oh, Literally really? the only times I've ever played Battleship is with you. See, okay, I'll tell you something. And Stratego. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you something. Like, in terms of board games, me growing up, from the ages of about seven to probably about my early teens, board games was a thing that we used to do. And your grandfather loved board games. And he got such a huge collection of board games that we had a story like our storage room oh yeah that's filled with board, board games. games i remember as a kid i'd go in there and go this is crazy i had fr- like when my friends used to come over they would go into that room and for them it's like okay what game are we gonna play today <laughs> it's like yeah, there's so many there stuff. were so many so much they stuff, remember yeah. that even today they remember that so um so yeah so battleship was one um, there were also other games like Trivial Pursuit. You already mentioned Trivial Pursuit, I think. We had there was a Trans Canada Pursuit that we had, and that what sounds like very just like Canadian trivia and stuff it's like that. Just Canadian trivia, and it's very it, niche, very niche in various different uh, categories like history, geography, sports, le- uh, sports and leisure, blah blah blah. And uh, played the same way almost as Trivial Pursuit, but a Canadian version of it. Um, another game, you, know, you just mentioned it just now, Stratego. Stratego. So Stratego is another board game, but it's it's a very, very, like the, I mean, like the, the name suggests, it's about strategy. And it's about like military... Um, um what is it uh, rankings and it goes from like scout all the way to the general there's also a spy right there is a spy yeah i mean yeah. spy is very important spy is very important because of the rules of the game so the corporal is like very low ranking so it's in, like number 9 and then you have eight, which is a minor. Now, a minor is also low, but it can defuse bombs. And bomb, there, there's also pieces or there's a picture of a bomb that you can place anywhere. And if the, the minor is the only thing that can defuse a bomb, any other uh, number in the military st- stream can get killed when they land on the bomb. Um, and, uh, then it goes seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And usually the lower ranking number defeats the higher ranking number. And yeah. There's only one general, which is a one, one corporal, which is a two, um, uh, sorry, one, uh, colonel, I meant to say, not corporal, one colonel, which is a two, um. Uh, but the number of the nines, like the the sergeants and the uh, the corporals and the miners, there's more of those. Okay, um, so the object is to place your pieces on the board facing you on either side. It's only for two people on either side, and then there's a flag, and the idea is to capture the flag. If you capture the flag, the game is over. And so usually what one would do strategically is either place their lowered-ranking numbers, pieces, around the flag, and they would place the higher numbers at the edge so that you know you can eventually figure out, okay, who is this, right? Who is this person that you're trying to attack? Now, you mentioned spy. There's only one spy as there's only one marshal. And... With the marshal, the spy is the weakest piece on the board. So a nine can even kill a spy. But it's the only piece 
that can defeat a one. So the idea is a spy you have to use very wisely. And if you lose your spy, then you've lost the opportunity of finding the one and killing it unless the one lands on a bomb. So it's a very it's a very fun game, and uh, you mentioned that, so that's why I'm explaining the game. Yeah, I've only played it once, I think, with you. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Only one time you've played it? There was another game. I used to play that a lot, like as in my teens. I used to play that game there a lot. There was another game I used to play a lot. I forget what it was called. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> Codebreaker. I've never heard of it. I think it was called Codebreaker. But no, it was like somebody comes... Okay, so there's like these like... Is this a board game? Not really a board game, but it is a game with like physical pieces. Oh. So what somebody would do is like... It, it was kind of like close to a... Um, how would I describe it? You know like Connect 4? Like you drop it like mm-hmm. that? And it has like a hole so you could see like... That's another game I used to play. Connect, Connect 4. 4 you know. Yeah. But um, so somebody would make write a code with these colored balls. So it'd be like red, green, green, blue, yellow, purple, red, blue. Those are the colors you're saying? Yeah, that's the code that they'd write out. They'd write that code out. Okay, On so a piece of paper? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what a person will do is that they'll drop like the balls in mm-hmm. and they'll make like a code, their own code. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to guess the other person's code. So oh, that, you know what this is reminding me of? This is reminding me of Mastermind. That's what it's called, Mastermind. That's what it's called, Mastermind. Oh, Mastermind. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's exactly what it's called. What were you calling it? It's like some code breaker or something. I, I forget what it was called. Oh. I played that once in my life. But it was like something I remember. Remembered. That sounded like Mastermind. And yeah, Mastermind, it was Mastermind. Mastermind. We used to have two, and so I can explain that to you. So. Okay, so those pegs you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as the person who's setting that up, to st- who's creating the code, right? If, you, if you're setting up, there'd be like a little plastic shield that would cover. So let's say that I put in yellow, um, red, white, blue, yellow, black, okay? Red, white, blue, yellow, black. Now, you decide to put in uh red white blue green and uh pink i'm just saying right so you got the first three pegs correct so there would be a place that i would place beside your code indicating that that is the correct peg in the correct spot so that's black the next one is correct spot in the right spot that's also black yeah and then the third one again red white blue up to that point then i would leave the last two blank Mm -hmm. because that means that i got the first few right but i need to figure out the next no what that means is that the last two pegs green and black are not on the board they're not on the board but if you had say um let's say that i put yellow and I don't know, uh, yellow and green, right? As the last two. Yeah. And you, instead of putting yellow and green, you put green and yellow. Yeah. So then I would put two white pegs because the yellow is the right color, just in in the the wrong wrong spot. spot. Yeah. Right? It's like Wordle, if people know what that is. If you know, you know. But I remember I I almost got into an argument over that fight, over that that game. Like, because... Mastermind? uh, Mastermind, because my friend made a code... And I got it on the first line. And he said, you cheated. And I said, I did not cheat. I just got really lucky there. He's like, no, you cheated. You cheated. And I said, no, I did not cheat. (laughs) Stop saying I cheated. He's like, you know what? You know what? You didn't cheat. God knows. God knows. Okay, why does it... And I was like, like, why are you getting snippy? It's a game, first off. Second off, I did not cheat. Okay, but how did you get it? Because usually that... I just guessed it. I really just guessed it right. I mean, that, that's goal. a lottery <laughs> yeah, type know. of a thing that you I did know. there. Because to pick the right color in the right spot for all five pegs, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I am an impressive guy. You know, That is me. So I think you should acknowledge me as such. Did you play video games? Um, growing up, I didn't play many video games. I mean, I played 
Pong. Hey. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, I have po- actually I have pong, pong on my phone. Pong, pong. Yeah, pong is 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 as simple as it is. It's very, it's very, fun. It, it's very it's addictive. addictive. Yeah, it is. Um, I remember we played at the. It was like some music, science center. I think we had gone at science center. Yeah, the Ontario. And they had like an center. old games thing. Yeah. And you beat me on them, and I was like, oh beat wow, you, I beat you. Oh, well, you, you gotta beat me at something, I guess. Well, I mean, listen, I mean... It's not Scrabble for sure, so I guess it is. <laughs> oh, so. yeah, okay, but, okay, so what, what, uh, the kind of games that I grew up, video games was very different from the video games that you see today, right? I mean, like, video games today are so realistic, it's, it's insane, and... Realistic, and, the engines and, and are amazing. And there's, like, storyboards behind all these games, and it's just incredible, I'll give you that. I mean, it's 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 very immersive, and and that is in and of itself can be addictive. But having said that, in a, I like to call games of the seventies and the eighties, there was a beginning, a middle, and an end, and it would all happen within probably five minutes. The game is over. Yeah. Okay. The games that you play can take days. Days, weeks, weeks, months, even can go on as for as long as I want it to go on. Yeah, so but, no, but a lot of games do have like like a, a Call of Duty or something like that. They have like team deathmatch, where the whole thing see, is. I don't know anything you're talking about right now. Okay, but but here's the thing. Okay, like like games like Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, um, a Centipede. Did you just say Donkey Kong? Donkey Kong is Donkey Kong or Donkey Kong? What did I say? Donkey Kong. I meant to say Donkey Kong. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay. Um, uh, Asteroid. Yeah, those are very simple games. Very simple games. Very simple. And I loved. It happens within five minutes. I'll I give you that. I, I loved it. Really, you know, when I took you to the science center that day, and I showed you all the games I used to play as a kid, and beat you at all the games that we, you know, that we played as children. It really made my heart feel good. No, that's because good. I'm happy it, for you. Because it really validated the work that I put in. And back in the 80s. Back yeah. in the 80s, yeah. 70s and 80s. Yeah. Um, I, I, I intend to still play games up until, you know, I can't anymore. So, no, you know, one day when I have kids. Oh, no, listen, listen. There are adults my age that play video games. Oh, yeah, I know. But, but right? I'm saying, but like, not, not a lot of them do. I do know some that do, but yeah. not a lot of them do. Well, I mean, like I said, I mean, like, th- I mean, they're appealing to watch, but I, I don't know. The the buttons are too complicated for me. Like buttons I, are not complicated. Not to you, to me. Okay? No, because you don't want to learn them. No, if you don't have a desire to learn something. It's then not. It's, it's not be that hard. I don't. It's not like I don't have a desire to learn. It's just that it's really hard to remember. Like not if we play enough. like MLB baseball or something like that, and I love baseball. But to hit like okay, you have to hit uh, up down A B C. No, you don't X do up down A B C. Square. You just press X to hit yeah, the ball. X X square diamond triangle. If you want to steal, you have to hit this blah 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 and the right left. You hit this joystick up and down. This is ridiculous. Like I mean, come on. That that's why I don't play those games. It's just too complicated. You just don't want to learn anymore. No, you have no desire of learning. <laughs> no, don't. Uh, I mean, don't don't say it's that. called spade a spade. No. Okay. Speaking is. of spades, speaking of spade, there was there's a card game that we play <laughs> called bluff, and uh, oh yeah, it's called other things for other people. But yes. No, it's called bluff. No, there's other things, other names for that game. So the idea behind bluff is that. Um, the it's more fun with a larger number of people. So there has to be at least four or five people to play this game with some degree of fun and challenge, you know? So um, the object of the game in Bluff, well, at the beginning, the dealer deals the entire deck out. And usually it's f- more fun if you play with two decks. With the same color. When I say same color, like the back of the card should be like the same color and same pattern. Because the idea is after the the entire deck is dealt out or two decks are dealt out evenly amongst the group of people that are playing, the object is to get rid of all your cards. And you bluff 
by getting rid of your cards. Yeah. As quick as you can. Yeah. And, and that game can cause a lot of a lot friction, of angst, a lot of friction. Okay. Angster, I'm going to say anger. <laughs> anger and angst tension, but it's still fun. And <laughs> so there's two ways that some people play, but the way that we play is that one person puts down the card face down and will say something like, I have two threes. Okay? Yeah. Now, everybody in the circle or in who are playing have to put down threes for this round. Now, if you have five people, from a card perspective, if you're playing well, with unless one you have deck, two deck. Oh, well, yeah, one deck. If you're different. only playing with one deck, it's only possible to have three, four threes, one from each suit, right? But everyone has to put, they have to say that they're putting down a three and you have to be convincing. So I remember <laughs> one time I was playing with one of my cousins and we were all like, you know, we were all in our teens and there were about six or seven people playing and your aunt and I were teaching everyone how to play bluff. And so I, I put down a king <laughs> And so I put down a king, my cousin put down a king, another cousin of mine put down a king. And then when I got to about the third or fourth person, the that cousin very with great confidence put down five kings. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Which is everyone, obviously a lie. Yeah. Everyone laughed because they he knows I mean there's only four kings in the deck, so I don't know how we could say five. Yeah. So we caught him. Now if you get caught telling a lie, then all yeah. the cards that were sitting on in the, on the table have to be picked up by the person who lied. Now, if the person is actually telling the truth and someone tries to catch them saying that you're lying, then the person who called them saying that they were lying, lying has to pick up the cards. Yeah. So, these are the kind of games that we played as kids. And even today, we play, you know, once in a while, not, not nearly as much as we used to, but... Um, these are games of great fun and, uh, you know, but the other games that, uh, we watch even today, I'm, I'm a real trivia. Like I enjoy trivia, like trivia game shows, like, um, what's a good one? Um, the weakest link, the weakest link is a fantastic game show, uh, in that I think it's on, I can't remember if it's on Fox or NBC. It's, um, it's that, that's skirting my mind. I don't recall, but there's basically eight or 10 strangers. And the idea is to just answer trivia questions. They're random general knowledge. Trivia Weakest questions. link, I think is my favorite trivia show. Yeah. The, well, this I is think it's my favorite one. Of all the trivia shows? Of all the game shows? Of all the trivia shows. Of all the trivia shows. Yeah. And, uh, and I think trivia shows are my favorite type of game show. You know what I saw recently on the Weakest Link? Where, you know the how, the idea of the Weakest Link is that there are dollar values, right? Starting, I think, like at 200 and then it doubles to like 1,000 and, you know, 5,000, 10,000, 25,000. Like it goes up to about like eight levels, right? And the idea is to get to the top level without breaking the chain. If you get to the top level, you earn that money for the group. It's all banked, right? But most of the people, what they say is that before the question is even asked, they say bank. When they say bank, then whatever money that has accumulated at the time of... Gets answer, saved and then gets, gets saved, restarted. Gets saved and then you go start at the zero again. And then you keep building up that bank. So that guarantee gets put in. But if you answer the question wrong you've broken the chain and everything well not what you've banked only for that round right right, right right so you really don't want to risk not getting the answer to the question or you risk it and you accumulate the money so i have never seen in all the years that i watched weakest link which you know truthfully hasn't been on the air for very long only two or three years but I've never seen where they ran the entire chain. But this season, there's an episode where they ran the entire chain. Oh, really? Yeah. And they got like 25000 just in the first round. 
they were really smart. Like all these people were really smart and they were risking it and they were able to break the entire thing. And usually at the end, and so what happens then, once the chain, uh, th there's a time limit of yeah. like two or three minutes, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And the time limit gets shorter and shorter, but at the end of every round, they vote off who they think is the weakest link. And so it gets down to a point where it's only two people left, and they just answer just straight questions like i think at best out of five yeah whoever gets the most wins wins that entire pot Purse, yeah. that's been that's been collected so that 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 is a very good show have you heard like of a uh, splitter steel no i i really like this one so basically what it is it's not trivia this is all strategy strategy so what it is is there's like a group of like i don't know how many people like six or eight people and all of them are given two balls okay and the object of the game is essentially that every round they're going to vote out people okay. and the last two people from the balls that are remaining oh i don't know how to explain this <laughs> okay so okay let me restart so basically there are all the, there are these balls in this game okay and all the balls, all the balls add up to like a hundred thousand or five hundred thousand, some number like that. So dollars? Like dollars. So it'd be forty thousand. One ball will be labeled forty thousand. One ball will be labeled labeled one dollar. One ball ball will be labeled twenty dollars. Like like that. Over but it will all add up to a hundred thousand or five hundred whatever amount that they've decided beforehand. What's the name of this game show? Uh split or steel. Split or steel. And this is a, what on national television? I think this is a British show. Oh, like BBC or something? Like it's a B, I don't know, like something like that. But um, basically, the whole point of the game is, along with these balls, there are killer balls. Okay. So killer balls will do is basically at the end, you're gonna play like, you're gonna select balls that you that stayed throughout the whole game. Yeah. So say you select twenty thousand. So yeah. you have twenty thousand. Yeah. Then your next ball you select five thousand. Yeah. You have twenty thousand twenty five thousand now. Right. Now say you get a killer ball, you accidentally pick a killer ball. You lose everything? You don't lose everything. You lose a decimal point. Oh. So instead of twenty five thousand, you'll get two thousand five hundred. Oh. So the whole point of the game is To get up to half a million? No. So the there's gonna be a group of eight of us. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And everybody is given two balls. Okay. One ball is shown to everybody. Yeah. The other ball, only you can see what's in it. What's on it. What's on it. And from these eight people, yeah. two of them have killer balls. So there's two people have killer balls or can one there's person two, have? There's one person can have two. Oh. But out of the group of, so there's eight people, so everybody has two balls. balls 16, 16 balls. balls. Out of the 16... Two There's killer two balls. balls. There's two killer balls. Okay. So it's either at the front where everybody could see, or it's in the back. Where only the where person, only the can, person see. can see. Okay. Now, yeah. there's also values of the balls and stuff like that. Right. So what they basically do is they vote out who they think either has like two killers or has the least amount of money or whatever. And so let's say we're playing as a family. And yeah. you vote me out. Okay. Right? So not only do I leave. But you leave your value. And you the, leave your balls. the balls, I throw them out. And I'll show you. Okay, this is the ball that I was hiding from you guys. And maybe it was a high number. Maybe it was a low number. And the whole point of it is I have to kind of lie about like what ball I have to keep myself in. Oh, I see. Yeah. So then the next round, instead of having two balls, we'll have like four balls. Two are shown and two are hidden. So it's like that, and then there'll be one extra killer ball put in. So now there's three killer balls out there. So, so they're making so they're making the odds harder as the exactly as the person so yeah. as the person is leaving. And every time somebody gets voted out, they're voted out with the balls. The balls okay. that they've been. The, so, so are they drawing new balls at the after every, after every time? They're 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 adding more balls, but they're also keeping the balls that were oh that was in round. the prep. So they just add eight more as they add. Oh. Whatever more. So by the end of it, eventually it ends up with two people. 
Okay. That they vote out enough people. So how many balls people. are with the two people? Uh, I mean, it depends on how many. I, I forget how many well, rounds. Well, there's six. Well, if it's eight people in the beginning. I think it's 11 balls. They end up with 11 balls at the end. Each? No, total. Total. Oh. Cumulatively. Oh. 11 balls they end up with. Oh, okay. Okay? Okay. So a couple of them could be killers depending on how the previous rounds went. Right. Some of them may have a high value. Some of them may have a low value. Okay. So what they do is that they take turns. So say you and me are in the final. Yeah. I have 11 balls. You have no, 11 we balls. We have 11 balls accumulatively. Okay. So you have five and I have six. No. We all, the both of us have 11. Between, we both own 11 balls. We, okay. So that's what I'm saying. You have five and I have six. That's no, 12. No. That's 11, not, right? That is not just five to me. Not just six to you. We both own each ball. Oh, I see. Okay. So we both know what's on the balls. We don't know what's in these balls. We know like we know what their numbers have been because from the past rounds, but we don't know. Okay, this ball has this number in it. Oh. This exact ball has this number in it. Okay. We just know that these are the numbers available, and yeah. these are the killers. The amount of killers available. Oh. So what we have to do is we need to select five balls and get rid of the other six. Okay. 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 So you'll go first. You'll select a ball. Mm -hmm. You'll put it up. You'll get rid of one ball. Mm -hmm. We'll see how much the ball that you selected was. Mm -hmm. That's $10,000. Okay. So that's added to the prize pool. So you and I both get that? Wait. So then it's my turn. I pick up a ball, one ball to the to save. Yeah. I put it up there. I get rid of another one. Yeah. That one is $5,000. So it's fifteen grand. Yeah. You pick up a ball. Yeah. So same thing. You put one here, you get rid of the other. Yeah. Open it up. It's a killer. Oh, no. Oh, the, now you, you lost everything. Point. No, you don't lose everything. You oh, lose right, a decimal point. Right, so you're 1,500. So I, we still have two more tries. Mm -hmm. I pick up another ball, do that, etc. until all oh, the whole... Five balls are filled. Five balls are filled, whatever number that is. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the tough part. We can either choose to split or steal that amount. Okay. So say the last thing is $50,000. It's yeah. the final amount. Yeah, we can choose to split 50-50. Yeah, but I don't know. So we have two balls in front of us now. There's two new balls. They've never been here. Yeah, but you said Once it belongs to both of us. You there's said. two new balls, completely new balls. How did they get in? They gave it to us. One ball says split. The other ball says steal. Okay. Only we can see these balls. Okay. Okay. Now say you... We meaning the both of us can see it? No. I can see these two. You can see another two. So this four total. Two, two for me, two for you. Each says split or steal. One says split, one says steal. One for you says split, one for you says steal. Okay. Okay. So the whole thing is, is now, this $50,000, Yeah. we have to decide whether to split or steal. Mm -hmm. If we both decide to split, we both split the 25000 Okay. If you decide to split and I decide to steal, yeah. I get the full 50000 You get nothing. What if we both decide to steal? Nobody gets anything. <laughs> <laughs> so but we make our decision privately uh-huh we open our balls to each other yeah say mine says steal yours says split i get the money if both of ours says split we both get the money if yours says steal mine says split you get the money and if both of ours says steal nobody gets anything this so it creates like it an extra layer of drama at the end oh. Are these people gonna split it are they yeah. gonna be nice people they're gonna split it but the risk is if you decide to split it and the other person decides to steal it, then they get and they get all of it. Maybe, yeah. but if you, but you know, I think I'd I'd probably split it. I'd be nice. Yeah, but if somebody's not nice, well, if I'm playing against you, you and I will split. You know. Yeah, I guess. We'll but that's a really fun game. I I really like that game. That game is really funny. Where where would I find that game? I know some YouTubers have redone it on YouTube, oh, which is YouTube. really funny. Oh. But also, I've seen like other people. I've seen like in in England it's more of a show in England. Yeah, but can I see it? Uh, like I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you can like look it up somewhere. Stream it or something? No. I'm sure you can look it up somewhere. Oh, okay. But it's super. It's that game is funny because people were yell at each other. What do you mean? I have. I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. And they're like, No, I think you're lying because you <laughs> lied last time. I think you're gonna lie this this time. So the bluff reminded me. Yeah. Because that entire game is just trying to lie to get yourself into the final round. There's there's. 
a couple of other game shows that I enjoy watching. I mean, Jeopardy, of course. I mean, I don't really need to explain Jeopardy. I think everyone knows what that game show is. And the Wheel of Fortune. I enjoy watching Wheel of Fortune as well. But there's a couple of other new shows that I watch um, when I can. And that's The Wall on NBC. And it's kind of like a a really heightened Plinko game <laughs> with trivia uh, on Price is Right, if anyone knows what the Price is Right is. So there's this huge wall that's about three or four stories tall, and balls are dropped from the top, and there are columns, one through seven, and at the bottom there are money values from as low as, I think, a dollar uh, to a um, million dollars and the idea is to get as much money as you can right so it's played in a team a team of two so one person will be in charge of dropping the balls from the top and the other person will be in charge of answering trivia questions and they're behind the wall in a soundproof room so the person behind the wall has no idea what's happening in front of the wall where these balls are being dropped. And the person in front of the wall decides where these balls are being dropped from. So the idea is the answers to the question that's going to be asked to the person behind the wall are presented to the person that are dropping the balls. And based on the answer that is presented, like for example, the answer could be a four-part multiple choice, west, east, north, south. Now that could mean anything. It could be a geography question. It could be, who knows, right? It could be a science question. We don't know, right? So, so the person in front of the wall needs to decide what the person behind the wall would be thinking. Would this person be good in geography? Would this person be good in science? If they're confident that the person can answer the question, they would want to drop it from the higher numbers, five, six, and seven, because the idea is that the chances, the probability of a ball falling into like a 500,000 or a 750 or even a you know, a million dollar spot would be higher than if it were to drop from one of the safer numbers like one, two, and three. So that goes on and on and on. Now, unfortunately, if the ball, if the person answers the question wrong, then that ball turns red instead of green. And when it lands in the slot at the bottom, that value is minus it's taken away from the total that's on the wall. So at the end, it's very, it's very possible that they have nothing on the wall. But for every question that a person gets right, there's a guarantee of, I think it's $20,000 that's added to the total of what they had accumulated at the beginning of the game. So at the beginning of the game, they just, answer questions and they build up their bank to whatever it is like maybe 60 70 80 thousand dollars and then they answer questions for the person behind the wall and for every question they get right they get twenty thousand dollars so if they get like three questions right that's sixty thousand dollars guaranteed money now the question becomes at the end of the game the person behind the wall has to make a decision do they decide to sign? There's a contract that the game show presents to the person. If you sign a contract, that will guarantee them whatever they have built up. So if they got the questions right, you know, it could add up to maybe a hundred grand. Or they can tear up the contract and risk for whatever, whatever amount the person in front of the wall has accumulated during the game. And there are many times where they have torn up the contract and there was nothing on the wall. And so they leave with nothing. However, 
there have also been times when they've torn up the contract and there would be like $2.3 million on the wall. So the opportunity to actually gain money uh, or win money is there. It's just risk versus reward. Or will you risk whatever is on the wall and risk getting that money or just, you know what, I'd rather play it safe, just sign the contract. There have been times when people have signed the contract and there was over a million dollars on the wall. And when they sign their contract, typically they don't have that much. It's like, well, I mean, not, I mean, it's a lot for them. Like for anyone, it would be a lot of money. Like two, maybe $200,000, $120,000 is a lot. It's life changing for anyone. But you could be risking it for whatever is left on the wall, which could be in the millions. So that's another game show I enjoy. And the last game show that I'll talk about is Press Your Luck. Press Your Luck is a game show that I used to watch in the 80s. And um, it's basically a uh, game show where there's a bunch of prizes. And like in today's Press Your Luck, it's amazing. People can leave with almost, well, I mean, it's... 200,000, 300,000. Inflation. Well, maybe so, but <laughs> what's, what's, what, what's yeah. nice about that? What? So, the okay, so the idea of Press Your Luck is that there's like a, a huge game board in front of three players. And it is basically a randomized set of slots that that fluctuate there's like a ring that that highlights these uh spots on the board between money and prizes and there's the whammy if they hit the whammy when they hit the button to stop this or this uh lit square from fluctuating across the board if they hit the whammy then they then uh, they lose whatever you know prizes and money that they've accumulated if they hit four whammies, they're out of the game. So in the first round, it's just basically a trivia question. It's very, very, very basic. Well, I mean, very, pretty much simple questions that are being asked. And the idea is the first, first person who answers the question, if they get it right, they get three spins. The remaining people, the remaining two people, that if they get it right, they get a spin. So the idea is to collect as many spins as possible. And then when it gets to the um, out, outside of the question round, then they go and they play the board with those spins and accumulate as much money and, money prize and prizes as possible, like, yeah. right? And then eventually you will get to the bonus round, and that's one winner that has accumulated the most amount of money and prizes. They go to the bonus round. And what's nice about the bonus round is that they've customized the board to whatever the person who's playing likes. So, for example, a person likes the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, he's a Seattle Seahawks fan for whatever reason, right? I mean, they're a good team. Don't get me wrong. They're a good team this year. One of the prizes could be season tickets to the Seahawks, right? Season tickets. Another uh, prize could be three weeks of... Uh, in the various different European cities like Rome and, and, um, and London and Paris for like three weeks for eight people. I mean, like that's, those are, these are the kind of prizes they give. You know, I've also seen where cars are given, not just one, but they'll give two cars and not piddly cars like Tesla's <laughs> Mercedes. Cadillacs, like luxury vehicles that we'll try and give away. And there are also situations where just one, one square could be worth $100,000. So the risk is you keep moving on and you get higher and higher money, but there's also the possibility that you hit these whammies. And if you hit the whammy, you're out of the game. So... 
it's an amazing show. Uh, I recommend it highly. It's it can be quite wrought with tension, but um, I think you'd like it if you do a YouTube search for Press Your Luck or for The Wall. I'm sure you'll be able to find it. Um, so yeah. So I want to go back to video games for a second. Sure. The amount of time, like I was thinking about this, even when I was younger. Yeah. When I played video games. Sure. There were some good video games I played, obviously, like Uncharted. Love Uncharted. My favorite video game series of all time. Yeah, you didn't like the movie. I hated the movie. Um, but we're going to move I on like, from that. I, I like the movie. You, you like the movie because you didn't play the game. I like Tom Holland. Yeah, if I hated him in that movie. I hated him. I hated Mark Wahlberg in that movie. That's a shame. I like that movie. I do not like that movie. Because like you said, you didn't play the Like I said, you didn't play the game. Yeah. If you played the game, you wouldn't like it. Okay. Fair enough. Beyond the point. That is my favorite video game series of all time, so I'm going to be very protective over it. What I was saying, that, like, you know, video games now... I don't, I don't think you're alone in that comment, though. Yeah. I think many people who Many people have loved the games. They, did, they didn't like that movie. Yeah. But what I was saying is, is that, like... But not having seen it, or not having played it, I enjoyed the movie. Fair enough. Um, now you... Okay, yeah. So, basically... Yeah. Now, I mean, like, back in, like, the early 2000s, late 90s, you know, that's when, like, the story mode game kind of really made its popularity, rise in popularity in the 90s, 2000s. And back then, like, they saw it more as a video game than a story. Mm -hmm. So, they, you know, they wouldn't hire the best voice actors. Many studios would just, the developers would just do the voice acting themselves. Right. They'd write, like, a basic story, whatever. Mm -hmm. But now, video games have become, like, cinematic masterpieces oh yeah amazing well, game i was telling you that earlier I yeah mean, like they're the storyboards are amazing and the it feels like you're actually in some of these games that like you're watching a movie yeah yeah like what was that god of war god of war i, mean, I kept coming up to you and hugging you <laughs> I, while playing that movie because it, the movie that that game because of how emotional it was yeah it was such an emotional father-son story who does the voices? Are these like like Hollywood actors that do uh, it? The or? kid is a Hollywood actor. You know that Jonah Hill movie, mid-90s? Have you heard of that movie? No, I don't remember. Well, the main character, the kid, main character in that is the kid in God of War. And the, the actually, the, the guy who actually plays Kratos, the main character, mm -hmm. he was in The Dark Knight Rises, but he was like a minor character. I see. But uh, anyways, so, but one game I want to, talk about it's like red dead redemption 2 mm -hmm. incredible that yeah. movie I mean, that, that i keep saying movie that game almost made me cry <laughs> i was holding back tears what insane from playing, from playing a game insane i was holding back tears. that is the most emotional any piece of media has ever made me i think is that game wow because well i'm not gonna give like spoilers or anything but the whole thing is about it's a western it's a it's a game that takes place in the wild west, and the attention to detail is amazing yeah. in this game. In fact, the online, yeah. which ha the online isn't great, but it's still pretty good. Like I remember, me and my friends, we would like hog tie each other. Like I hog tied my friend and I fed him to an alligator. What? Like there's so much stuff you no, could do in, in the this game, game. You're saying in the game. Yeah, there's so much stuff you could do in this game. I could like go up to a bear. I could kill a bear, skin it, sell its fur. It's you terrible. Know? That's so violent. No, it's the what? It's the West, the Wild West. In the Wild West, there are bears. I mean, yeah, back then, there's bears. I mean, there's still bears. There's bears like in Montana, stuff like that. I don't know where this game took place. No, California. There's bears. Yes, there is. Yeah, but that's not that's not the Wild West. It's though. the okay, but you know what I'm saying, right? It's like the like West. I'm thinking Montana, Colorado. Yeah, sure. There's bears there. Are there? Yeah, there's mm. bears there. Well, I don't know. But anyways, so the whole story is I mean, about... I think there are horses in Montana. It's about this outlaw named yeah. Arthur Morgan. Yeah. And he basically learns... He basically... Like, it's, the whole thing is called Red Re Dead Redemption. It's about his quest for redemption. I see. Essentially. And okay. and it is so emotional. Mm. So emotional that... that who who made it? Is this like a... Rockstar Games. It's the same company that made like, Grand Theft Auto. Oh, I see. Rockstar Games. But they're, like, notorious. Can you get this on, like, like uh, the... I have it on my PS4. Uh, oh, yeah. PC yeah. has it. Yeah. Ma the major 
major, systems. Major gaming it. platforms have it. Yeah. Incredible mm-hmm. game. And I recommend anybody that has not played that game yeah. to immediately play that game. I'll stick with Pong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. But I mean, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, they make games, like video games, so realistic now. Like, it it boggles the mind and how people can can immerse themselves in that environment in that you know another thing we never talked about is virtual games like virtual reality like vr games yeah like vr games i mean yeah, like, those are those are i mean those right are now crazy. they're not they're not at a level where it's great right now but they are i could see in a very not a very long time it'll be to the point where whoa like what am i doing where am i I'm sure AI, I'm sure there are going to be some AR programs that can <laughs> they, do it. They have these these areas, yeah. um, not too far from our house, yeah. where they give you like a VR headset, yeah. they put you on like this treadmill, and they give you like a fake gun, and they put you in like a spaceship being attacked by aliens, you and your friends, and you have to run around this place, shoot aliens and stuff like that, oh, but it's so like immersive, and what they'll do, like I saw it, like this company has a TikTok, yeah. and like employees will come up to like the players, and they'll like grab their calves and stuff like that and they freak ah ah like they start freaking out i i have this uh, i have a vr headset and um it's not a very expensive one but i i use it very very occasionally and last time i used it i was watching a music video and it was on youtube but they designed it for people with vr headsets with vr headsets and so i played it wearing the vr headset and it was weird. Like, you could actually turn your head, and as you turned your head, you'll see more of the set yeah, where yeah, they're yeah. playing. Yeah. And it is it's crazy. It's so amazing. Like, it's how, crazy. how they're able to come up with the technology that uh, you feel like you're there. And the sound quality was amazing. Like, I don't know. I mean, like, some of these games are just, I mean, well, that was just a music video, but some of these games, I'm sure. They're going to be so detailed, detailed, and so real. It looks realistic that it will be just incredible to. I don't know. For me, it would be really hard to navigate. <laughs> I'd get lost in a game like that. But anyway, I mean, I thought that uh, you know, it was, was interesting. It's very, very interesting. That's for sure. Well, anyway, I think that this was a nice chat about uh, games and uh, games in the traditional sense. Shout yeah. out Triple H. By the way. Triple H, yeah, okay. Shout you know out. why? I have no idea. His nickname is The Game. Oh. It's time to play the game. Okay, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> so, uh, we talked about board games and video games and game shows. And uh, I hope that, you know, our listeners out there do get a chance to play some of these games if you haven't already. And, um, you know, what sort of games did you watch and played as children? And if you still play them today, we'd love to hear from you. Wouldn't you agree? It's game time.